0: Hubber Originals. You should start with a frame of mind to not monetize. Like even if money doesn't come, you should be able to continue it. So it should not be that if you think that in six months money will start. If money doesn't come, I will stop doing it. So that is the wrong mindset. Uh-huh. You should be doing it thinking that there won't be money coming in. But if it comes, it's a bonus. And of course, you need to have a plan key. How will you make money? So that is something you need to have.
1: Welcome to the podcasting university. Looking for help on starting your own podcast? Then this is the place to be. We will help you with everything from selecting your topic to promoting and monetizing your podcast in the simplest language possible. Listen to other podcasters who've been through the grind and learn from them as we interview them every week. You can find more details on thepodcastinguniversity.com Hello and welcome to the Podcasting University. This is episode 19. I'm your host Dilip and today I have a young entrepreneur on the show who's also a podcaster. In fact, he's a podcaster-entrepreneur who is also an avid cyclist, a nature lover, a runner, and one who claims to be an introvert. Now, there seems to be some connection between introverts and podcasts. He founded his company EP Log Media in 2018 at the age of 22 under the mentorship of his media veteran father, Mr. Abhijit Thakkar. EP Log Media is now a leading Indian podcast network with 50 plus shows in diverse genres. At the age of 22, I think I was still trying to figure out what I wanted to do in life. Anyways, this guest is passionate for technology which is evident from his company, Epilog Media. He is also the host for India's exclusive podcast for cycling and triathlon enthusiasts, Hit the Road. Let's welcome Rohan thakar from Epilog Media to the podcasting university hi rohan welcome to the podcasting university and thanks a lot for accepting the invite and for agreeing to be a part of show and sharing your entire journey with podcasting with the audience of the podcasting university
0: hey thanks dilip thank you so much for having me here i uh, heard a couple of episodes of yours and uh, it's featured some really amazing podcasters and uh, I get to interact with them often, and it's really great to hear their journey on your podcast as well. And I'm fortunate that I, I've got the chance to uh, share it with you today. Thanks, thanks, Rohan. So, you know,
1: Rohan, I've listened to a few of your episodes. I've gone through uh, you know some of the other shows on Epilog Media, and I'm sure some of our audience might also know uh, you, Epilog Media. But still, we'll start from the beginning. So what? i would like to know is uh hmm. who is rohan what does rohan do other than podcasting and uh how did you get into podcasting and then the, in a second part we'll get into some more information about epilogue
0: media sure so what i do i do podcasting so that's my work <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah in a short uh, in a sentence if i am to explain but uh, yeah yes. so i started epilogue uh to around two and a half years back, Uh, the groundwork and the foundation, everything began exactly three years back. So this is the period when uh, December, January was the time in twenty seventeen when I started planning uh, this venture, and uh, we started in May two thousand eighteen with two shows uh, to speak. Yeah, so when I started, I was just twenty (laughs) two. Today I'm 24, <laughs> so pretty young that way uh, compared that's, to that's very nice. uh, others who are there in the industry. But yeah, in the last uh, two and a half years, we have had some great, uh, you know, I've had the chance to meet some great people, uh, collaborate with them, share their stories mm-hmm. and also uh, create content, which I have been wanting to do for so long. So mm-hmm. it was 2015, I think, when I uh wanted to create content and so okay. I've been starting uh, it was 2012 when I uh, got the chance to first you know create a blog of mine. So it was a spiritual okay. blog which had uh, it was called God's Version and mm-hmm. uh, it had a few blogs, then few content curations in terms of uh, text uh, articles, and also i collaborated with a uh, with an rj who had a a content uh, audio content which uh, mm-hmm. i hosted on my website so that happened to be the very first podcast to me which i oh, okay ho- distributed <laughs> so <laughs> that was in 2012 and now we are in 2020 end of 2020
1: Nice. So, your first experience with podcasting, as in to say, is 2012.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Filling with podcasts. Yeah. That's in terms of the backside, not the consumption side.
1: Right. Hmm. So, that's pretty long. Hmm. Okay. And then, when exactly did you start your own podcast? And what was, how did this uh, thought about epilogue, uh, epilogue media uh, right. entire thing start?
0: Right. So, Epilog was my brainchild to create lifestyle-driven content. Um, Mm -hmm. Audio, because I felt that audio is very much fluid. It's not like video where you need to be very conscious. You need to be uh, top-notch at your quality in terms of production, in terms of storyline. This is much more fluid. Uh, The topics are endless. So, uh, a lot of it, of course, we are also making at our end. But if you mm-hmm. think of it, if you do something, you have a podcast for that. So mm. I know uh, of a friend Ritam, who is the founder of uh, India, Film Pro- uh, India Film Project. So he is a Lego enthusiast. So he listens to podcasts of uh, Lego building. Uh, oh. Yeah. So I am a cycling enthusiast. That's how, in fact, uh, uh, the first podcast came to my mind, uh, Hit The Road. To create awareness about cycling and uh, also get educated in that process to become a better and stronger cyclist. So that was the first podcast which came to mind. Uh, mm-hmm. Then I am also an automobile fan, automobile enthusiast. So I okay. used to watch a lot of videos of a YouTube channel called Power Drift, And I got in touch with uh, one of the hosts at PowerDrift. We collaborated, we created a podcast. Uh, we did some 20 episodes Uh, that's how it began and uh, yeah
1: nice so uh, the two shows that you said you started in 2018 uh, is that hit the road and shows
0: Uh, okay so hit the road was one of that Uh, there was talk the talk of automobiles and uh, there was being the change which I completely conceptualized uh, as a point of view that I'll be hosting it so hit the road was actually I had uh, collaborated with someone but it didn't work out in in that way so hmm. that idea was on hold for for a few months but then i thought i wanted to start this and then we started off so i was hosting okay. two shows back then <laughs>
1: nice yeah. okay so what what happened to the the entire blogging thing
0: that you were doing so, uh that was so the blogging thing which I started was in twenty twelve. So I had just completed my tenth standard, and uh, hmm. as we progress the studies, everything comes in way, and uh, it somehow, uh, you know, I was I wasn't able to continue, and hmm. yeah, still the page is there. It's uh, uh though I'm not putting any content, but it already has a lot of good content. So people do visit it. Okay, yeah.
1: Right, mm-hmm. that's that's primarily why I asked you what what what's uh, the as in what are you doing with the blogging now? Okay. So, uh, Rohan, now e- coming to Epilog Media. Mm. So, why did you think that uh, you, know, you wanted to start something like Epilog Media? Mm. You were anyways a podcaster, you could consume podcast, mm. and you were also uh, creating a couple of your show. But then, how did this thought of starting a something like Epilog Media come into
0: your yep. mind? Yep so Epilogue media is a network and for the people who don't know what a network is a network is a collection of shows that go together and uh, the reason why i wanted to start a network was that uh, i had a lot of ideas (laughs) okay yeah and uh, i felt that doing just one show will be limiting to the ideas and when it's a podcast when you can meet so many people, when you can th- collaborate with so many people. So why just stick to one idea? So that's right. how the network started.
1: Okay. Yeah. Nice. And you started this in 2018. 2018, that's right. Hmm. Interesting. Nice. That's, that's a very young age to think about such a, uh, you know, get such an idea and think about starting something like this. And considering 2018, I think was... Uh, you know pretty early for Indian podcasters at that point when you thought about it you know I'm sure uh, there would be some uh, experience that would have gone behind uh, you know that entire thought process
0: yeah so if you remember I mentioned to you um, I started planning for it three years back so it was this period so it, it took me six months to completely plan understand the industry uh, mm. And in 2012 also, I was volunteering in a community radio station at Brahmakumari's in Rajasthan. So I did dabble with some editing process when I, during that vacation period after 10th. And okay. I did, so I experienced how a radio works, what goes in that, what goes in the production. Mm. So yeah. I had a little idea about that and it came to my help and then the six months okay. took. I, I took to understand the complete industry of podcast uh, who are there current at the, who were there at that point of time in the industry uh, the big mm-hmm. players in india and in abroad what works and then uh-huh. uh, yeah that's how the planning started okay mm-hmm. so you are a full time podcaster now yes so i don't nice. uh, when it, when you say podcaster so the pod the term podcast also has a lot of layers uh, one and, is a host and then host is 50% of the job but the rest 50% right. is what goes behind getting that out so uh, right. a large chunk of my time goes in that and yeah then I, of course I also host my own show so which is there a fortnightly thing
1: okay yeah. so right now the, the shows that you are running uh, one is Hit the Road which is uh, the, which, uh, which which a few episodes which I happen to listen to yeah. And the second one you said is Being the Change. Yes, yes. So,
0: so being, being the, the chain, Change, uh, I think, is an Yes, yeah,
1: sorry? Yeah. You know, I, I was about to ask you, Being the Change is an inspirational podcast, if I'm right, because I yeah. think I've listened to a couple of episodes there as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, Being the Change is where I am speaking with social entrepreneurs, people who are change makers. Uh, what mm. did they go through when they were thinking about, uh, you know, uh, Trying to change the community around, so that's uh-huh. the show about. Yeah.
1: Okay, and what is the frequency of these two shows? Is that weekly or uh, bi-weekly?
0: So being the change, currently it's a special release per se, so it comes as okay. a monthly thing. <laughs> but yeah, okay. either with the fortnightly content. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay so let me first come to uh, your show hit the road because i uh, you said you are uh, you know a, a passionate uh, cyclist so i want to understand a couple of things from you now you had a passion on uh, bicycling yes so how did you think that uh, you know hit the road as in something related to bicycling uh, will have an audience and why exactly is it that you started that podcast
0: sure so, when you say that uh, I want to start a podcast on cycling, it's a very concentrated community. So Exactly. Yeah, it's a very popular thing in uh, Europe. It's a very successful format also. So, unlike India where it's more about cricket and football, uh, football has become a thing now uh, in the last few years. But yeah, so cycling is a very big thing in Europe. And uh, there are a few podcasts, there are a few YouTube channels which are very big when it comes to cycling content on how to get better at cycling, or uh, you know, just talking with professional athletes in cycling, or someone who is doing great in cycling or triathlon. Also, triathlon is uh, Ironman events. Uh, someone who does uh, swim, bike, and run at the same time, one after the other. So this is a very big event and sport in Europe, but it's it's stems or its uh, you know flowers have been bearing over here as well in the last few years so I have been cycling since my childhood and uh, in the last few years or the last decade I got to know that people do long distance cycling in India Uh, we have a community for this we have a competitive community also and uh, being a community you get to interact with people from the community so there is not. Uh, there's no barrier as such right and uh, the problem when i say that there's a content in europe the conditions don't apply in india so that's where the gap was there and i wanted to fill Mm -hmm. it in terms of content and that's how it started yeah so of course i sampled with few uh, folks i did few test episodes i uh, i did a close survey you can say on what content should be consumed uh, what content would you like to consume when it comes to cycling so that's how i tried hmm. to zero down to this concept and get started yeah
1: okay so which means
0: you you uh,
1: kind of uh, did an evaluation within your community to understand uh, if there is an audience for yeah content related to the specific topic right that's right that's right okay nice and uh, when before you went into production with before you started uh, hit the road you said you did want to bridge the gap between what was ava- uh, available from a from the english side of the world uh, and our country so what did you figure out as and how did you get uh, that get to know about that difference and how did you conceptualize that entire uh, you know content as in yes. what what content is it that you want to make sure. with hit the road
0: so the number one thing is and i think uh, anyone who is listening to this and want to start a niche content podcast. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it is very much applicable. So the one thing that uh, in cycling comes is uh, the availability of infrastructure. So which in India is very scarce. So especially if you're in metro city like Bombay. So you don't get much of a space to ride. You only have the national highways or the state highways to to Mm -hmm. ride. So that is one of the problems. Then timing is a big thing. Uh, especially if you're living in metro, you get to ride only before 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock. After which you can't train or ride the way you mm. or way you want to enjoy. So that is one of the rest, uh, restrictions. Third is uh, people who are competitive in India mm. are also doing mm. a day job. So right. the sport is just a passion or, it's, or rather I can say... Uh, so they earn money so that they can cycle so that, there are few right. folks, yeah so there are few folks of that category i think most of them are that who earn to ride right hmm so these were few uh, differences when it comes to uh, the cycling culture in europe and india especially uh, they have a commute culture which is not there in india so the mindset uh, with which a person rides is very much different than uh, what's there. Hmm. So these were the few differences. Yeah, and also okay. uh, one thing—it also comes down to the knowledge of cycling. So the knowledge that is available in India is very, uh, very scarce. Uh, when you compare it, uh, is the same thing in any sport. If you want to pursue swimming, or if you want to, you know, represent uh, the country in Olympic sport. So hmm. the level of maturity is not there in our country. So if a person hmm. uh, if a kid wants to you know aim for uh, participate in, in Olympics, uh, let's say uh, 2024 uh, which, where, whenever it's going to come. So the kid starts training for it at the age of nine while here, that's not the case. So that maturity is also uh, it's a big gap and also okay. the knowledge that is available about uh, the uh, the right knowledge of, for uh, the sport is very less so that's the gap i wanted to bridge the knowledge the maturity and the and of course uh, we all are a passionate cyclists so we love to share our stories and that mm-hmm. it became a platform for the community
1: you know in fact uh if you ask me as an i'm i'm not somebody who's a lot into uh, you know cycling bicycling mm. but if you ask me i think uh, from this sport as an as a sport cycling yeah. gaining prominence i think this has happened across the last 5 to 7 years if that's i'm right. not wrong that's right because uh, that's when i've seen people getting into buying those good you know uh yeah the cycles bicycles, yeah I, right premium cycles getting all of those gears like helmets because earlier cycling was just about picking any cycle and just going out but
0: that's right. now
1: this looks like a lot of planning goes into it where yeah. you know people during the weekends i've seen there are psych- groups of cyclists who go on a uh, you know long uh, journey for you know maybe 5-10 kilometers 20 kilometers and uh, you know they have, there is a community around it but when you want to put that into something like a you know podcast you have to have a lot of content planned out on what is going to go into that show because otherwise if you ask me guys for for somebody like me if I am to start maybe a podcast on bicycling mm. my planning around content will be over in in just about maybe two months I might be able to make only about seven to eight episodes right. so for you to kind of plan out that many episodes what are some of the aspects that you are looking at covering in Hit the Road and why exactly did you pick those topics and how do you plan to you know continue on uh, creating content for this show
0: sure so uh, one is cycling is a sport but in that sport there are several categories so there is ultra cycling so ultra cycling is a race uh, which is above 600 kilometers so that's a category okay then there is mm-hmm. a mass start, which is a road race, which you see, uh, uh, which uh, I'm sure m- most of them have, would have seen on TVs or uh, uh, right. Amir Khan playing that role in Joji Tavo So that was a race. Right. That was a, a yeah. mass start race. Then there is, of course, uh, the popular format Iron Man, which has become, uh, you know, which has got fame after Milan Suman doing it. That is one of the formats where you are swimming and you are cycling and you are running. So... These are few formats which are popular. Then there's commute, of course, and then there's someone who is just doing it for the leisure purpose. There's someone who is exploring countries on a cycle, mm. which is called bike packing. So okay. the content is endless, and the people who are doing it, everyone has a different experience. And mm. when you jot it down, when you plan it properly, you can definitely get at least 30 to 40 episodes and uh, even more so I have planned for Mm. the next uh, 35 episodes okay
1: that's precisely why why I wanted to get into that topic so which means that you have done some background work where you've planned out on what is the content that you want to make for uh, you said 35 maybe 35 to 40 episodes so you've planned that entire thing out even before you have even started recording them right
0: Uh, one thing is you You can never plan things the way it should be Uh, a lot of it goes as you you know become part of the journey so i had planned few episodes um, because i had uh, since i am a cycling enthusiast of course i know few things uh, which i know that people would like to listen to but when i started recording the podcast when i started meeting people one one recording led to the another one concept led to the another so I'm Mm. not just sharing stories I'm also sharing technical aspects so I'm speaking with physiotherapists I'm speaking with doctors I'm speaking with um, coaches so that's how uh, it's it's very vast Mm. Mm. and when you when you calculate in that term you can definitely get uh, a lot of content for example, uh, let's just take ultra-cycling. So, ultra-cycling is a sport where you are riding 600 kilometers. One of the most popular races is from Pune to Goa called Deccan cliffhanger which is 643 kilometers. More than 50 nice. people participate every single year and every participant is backed by a crew who is there with him throughout the race, him or her throughout the race. So the, the crew is there in the car. So what does the crew do? Okay, that is one content then what what is the experience of the cyclist that is one content what is the experience of the organizer that is one content what is what is mm. the mindset of the physiotherapist who is with them or what goes in that how is the nutrition of that race uh strategy is it right so i i just gave you 10 episodes in one one example <laughs>
1: right <laughs> okay that's that's interesting yeah uh Okay, as in while from a topic perspective, if for somebody like me, when I look at that, uh, you know, I might not be able to visualize a lot of content, but for somebody who's into it, I yeah. think
0: there's a lot of content exactly. in there. Yeah. Exactly. So that's that's the beauty of niche, uh, And that's the beauty of podcast where if you are part of something, you have a content for it.
1: <laughs> right. Okay, interesting. So I'll come to the second aspect of your show, which is uh, how do you shortlist on your uh, guest? What is your guest outreach? How do you reach out to them uh, for the recording? And uh,
0: yeah.
1: as in, how how long does it take for you to uh, you know kind of go through the entire process?
0: Yeah. So when I started EP Log, it was easy to do so because uh, there weren't many shows to administer. Now mm-hmm. it's become very, a very difficult process because I wouldn't say difficult, but yeah, I have taken it slow now. I'm doing very selective okay. interviews. Uh, of course, it's two twice a month, but uh, very selective in that process. So I'm mm-hmm. not putting as much of content as uh, as much I had started. So, you know, looking at that, a lot of people had also started uh, a similar podcast and uh, okay. Uh, I did notice that when they started they were in a lot of enthusiasm so they did release a lot of episodes but later on they did slow down because you you Mm. need to gauge that pace and you need to know that how much can you do so correct hmm. so why I'm saying is this because anyone who's listening they should know that enthusiasm is great but you should also be realistic towards your uh, goals and what you do apart from podcasting so right hmm. so how i shortlist is uh, one is uh, like i mentioned that one per- good person leads to the other person so which is there then of course uh, mm-hmm. instagram is of good help i get to interact with most of them the community is very closed so mm-hmm. there's not much of barrier uh, when it comes to approaching someone many okay. of them have already heard my podcast so it's become like an aspirational value to be a part of that show. Mm, and right. now I'm also looking at approaching some international guests who are pro athletes. So that is something mm. which I have in mind for, for 2021.
1: Okay. it's nice, Interesting. And I like that, that uh, part piece of yours where you said, you know, you need to actually gauge the pace because I've seen uh, a lot of promising podcasts as in extremely good shows kind of fading out after yeah. maybe about 10-12 episodes and I can understand because if you're about to if planning to release an episode every week there is a lot of effort that goes into doing that and yeah. a lot of times you get overwhelmed and you kind of start uh quitting so yes uh, that's that's a good advice uh about gauging the pace mm. so coming back to ep log media uh yeah. Rohan so I want to understand a little more about ep log media so what is uh ep log media's role in Helping podcasters and how does it work? When you said it's a network of podcasts, so I see that there are different uh, hosts running different shows. Yes. So how where does Epilogue Media come in? How do you facilitate aggregating all of these podcasts? What's your role in he- helping these right. podcasters?
0: Right. So one is we are not aggregating the podcasts. Majority, that is ninety nine point nine nine percent of the podcasts that we have are our own content. So we are not aggregating, we are producing our own. Uh, there are few shows, of course, uh, which uh, we are aggregating uh, because we have the expertise in uh, getting the podcast out to the world and uh, mm. doing the number games. So we are, <laughs> so that's why we have taken few podcasts. But other than that, okay. it's uh, our own content, which we have developed, conceptualized and collaborated with creators.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. so as in, uh, if I'm to understand that right, what you basically
0: mean is that the idea of the content is yours, and it's both actually. It's not just ours. It's that uh, people want to collaborate with us. That is one thing. Then we also have our own ideas. Uh, we are think tanks, so we do create our own properties, and we collaborate with other hosts or the same host also to, you know, bring it out to the world. So, okay. it works both ways. So, people have approached us and that's how so many shows have also come up.
1: Okay. So, uh, you know, on that piece, so when you said uh, you you work along with some of the other podcasters to get this content out. So, uh, I want to know a little more as to how does it work, as in uh, the entire uh, content, do they write it on their own, they record it on their own or do you facilitate Something okay. in order to get all of this. How does yeah, it work?
0: Yeah. Um, so one is, let's say, let's consider that someone is approaching us to get that they have an idea and they want to get the podcast to the world. Okay. Okay. Hmm. They have the idea, but we have the expertise to what can the how can that idea be consumable? Because uh, creating a podcast is easy, but how to make sure that that podcast will be reaching to the people and it will be entertaining or infotaining. So that is where our expertise comes. So uh, we refine that content. We brainstorm together on what. So let's say someone comes to me that I have five episodes on this. Okay. Hmm. Now five episodes are fine. But what can be done so that that 5 becomes 50. So that is where uh, the help comes in from our side, where we are planning together, planning the content together. We are scrutinizing hmm. what has been planned so far. Hmm. And yeah, refining it till the time. Uh, like, of course, it can't be 100% refined. If that happens, then the content will never come out. It will never see that uh, light. Right. But uh, yeah, so we... Refine it to a extent that uh, we can go live, and then of course it's a journey. It's a personal journey. My first episode is not the same as my current episode, so it's right. humongously uh, different when it comes to the quality of my voice, also. Right. Good. So something like, for example, you
1: know, if I pick one of these shows, as in I have uh, listened to it a little frequently these days. So which is Sangeet ke Sitare. Ah. So uh, Sangeet ke Sitare, when it as in the entire recording is it done by the host itself and uh, is there some kind of a support that you guys provide in terms of uh, refining it as in I mean editing Uh, post-production all of those things or is Mm -hmm. all of that done at the host's end itself
0: yes so how it is um, so let's break down the process one is the ideation Um, Hmm. the initial period it was done together so, of course, the host uh, Mohan had an idea that something like this can be done now, how this can be done to a podcast and make it successful. That is where we uh, came in. Okay. Okay. That is the first phase. That is the pre-production. Then comes the production of the content. So he is, he has ideas of episodes like the current one was Bab. So, yeah. So, Kuarabab he had the idea to bring out the musical gems and the trivia about that film, which was lost in time. Mm. So mm. he records it. We mm. completely package it and then get it out to the world. Okay.
1: Mm. Okay. Now I now I get that entire cycle. Okay. Yeah.
0: So it's pre-production. So, uh, it's ideation. It's pre-production. Production. Uh, post-production packaging hosting distribution and then marketing that's how it works it's the cycle okay mm-hmm.
1: right so uh, you guys host the uh, these shows as well
0: host as in uh, the content hosting
1: uh, do you provide yeah do you provide the audio yeah, yeah. hosting for
0: so shows it's, it's all on our our the hosting sir, of sir. content is on us yes
1: okay and when it comes to nc uh, one of the most difficult things today in at least from an indian market today yeah. is Uh, getting these shows out so promoting it is one big challenge and i think most of these players today who've gotten into the podcasting industry primarily is uh, supporting podcasters in terms of distribution and promotion because that's where most podcasters find the challenge so how is your the the epilogue media network helping uh, podcasters in promotion what are the things that you guys do in terms of promoting it out uh, promoting a show
0: yeah so promotion of the show the primary step for promotion is that the guest should share so so mm-hmm. in, in, when it comes to a, an interview based uh, podcast mm-hmm. so that is the first so the first two lines of uh, uh, promotion is the host shares the guest shares and then the network shares um, so these are the three basic levels of promotion but other than that um We are the featured content providers on Apple Podcasts. So, uh, the content gets cross-promoted. That is one thing. So, if you check out Apple Podcasts, in the recommendation of one show, there will be another five shows. So, that's one cross-promotion. And yeah, so, features, uh, uh, a lot of the shows always... Uh, some of the other show is always featured on uh, on Apple or Geo uh, Savan or Ghana uh-huh. or Hubopper for that. So that's how the promotion takes place when it comes to the getting out to the podcast space. And then okay. uh, whenever a new platform is coming, uh, you know, getting launched. For example, there's Sarega Makar one. So uh, our content is getting to those devices as well
1: okay mm-hmm. so which means you work with most of these uh distrib- distribution channels to get these shows out and then leverage their network to get uh the show yes. as, as much of promotion as possible with the show right yes yes okay and so that way i'm sure uh podcasters will get a lot of support but then what i also want to understand from you is now your network as an epilogue media's network i see is uh, has some shows that that are very refined that are very kind of that That those shows have uh, an inherent quality in it because i'm sure there is a lot that you guys also do in terms of the background uh, quality check and all of that so yeah. from a new podcaster for somebody who's just starting out how easy is it to get into EP Log media's network
0: mm, that's interesting <laughs> so of course the majority of the hosts like I guess all of them all of them are not majority all of them are experts in right. their own fields that is without a doubt most of them are uh, celebrities or uh, right public figures so that is there public figures aside it's about being an expert in your field or knowing what do you want so if that is clear then we can definitely partner like uh Then we are also very selective when it comes to taking in of shows. So, Passion People Podcast uh, hosted by Naga. So, two months back, we joined hands together and uh, uh, Passion People Podcast is now on um, Epilog Network. Then Voice of Achievers is on Epilog Network. The Artist, which is India's first uh, indie filmmaker's podcast is also on Mm. Epilog Network. So, That way, we have been very selective in uh, taking of the
1: content. Okay. Okay. So that maintains the quality of the network, right? Mm, I know. And with with the kind of sudden uh, surge in the number of podcasters and uh, because of the lockdown, I see a lot of people are getting into podcasts and there is a tendency of that that quality kind of eroding over a period of time. So by doing all of this, I think you guys will be able to maintain that quality of content that you are distributing out to your audience.
0: Yes, okay. certainly. Nice.
1: And, uh, you know, since you are into uh, podcasting as a podcasting network, what is your outlook on the, the podcasting mm. industry in India? And, you know, I'll, I'll come to a difficult question after this, which is about monetization. But first, how do you mm. look at, uh, you know, the podcasting industry in India?
0: I'm talking first as a creator point of view. Right. Uh, lockdown saw a boost in content creators, which is a very great thing and that also gave boost to podcast because uh zoom calls increased hmm. uh the interview through zoom increased, and uh zoom skype google meet whatever so that enabled people to record their content uh, be it on youtube or be it on audio hmm. so the barrier got lowered otherwise earlier people used to think that. In order to record a podcast, you need to have a great environment. You need to be in a studio or you need to be in a refined place uh, at someone's office or someone's lounge. Uh, That barrier has been removed. So uh, from a creator's point of view, that's superb. Uh, We were at 27 shows when we started. uh, Sorry, when we were in March. So at 27 shows. Today we are at 54. In just okay. seven to eight months. Yeah. Great. Mm. So the increase in number of podcasts is also seen in our network, because the people who got aware about content creation in terms of podcasts were more. Mm. So that's how uh, it's great when it comes to a creation point of view, but at the same time, people do start creating content. Mm. But when it comes to audio and podcast. I've seen that uh, the audio quality in everything, in every podcast is not the same. While the barrier is lowered, the quality is a very important factor when it comes to podcast because you are listening it in your earphones. Right. If it's not pleasing, if it's not uh, clear, it's, it's not going to be a great experience right. to your listener. Right. Yeah. So that is one thing from the creator's point of view. And... After all, it's 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 a journey. Um, if you're creating something like I interacted with a lot of creators, uh, podcast creators in the last few months, where they started in lockdown, and some of them have done phenomenally well, uh, because they stuck to it. It's easy to start, it's not easy to... Uh, become be consistent and right. keep on producing every week or every fortnight,
1: okay, so now I'll come to the the second most difficult question. I'm sure none of have <laughs> I have a different answer to it but then what what's, what's yeah. your thought on monetization of podcasts and you know mm. the reason why I'm asking that is because even if I look at some of these very matured shows uh, from the u s some of these shows that have been yeah. running for six seven years. Now, I I don't definitely see a way of monetizing uh, as in even uh, some of those shows, except mm-hmm. for maybe a couple of them. So from an Indian yeah. post perspective, I'm sure it is extremely, uh, you know, early for us to even talk about it. But what's your thought on, on monetization? Sure. Uh, are, how How is you as a media network looking at it?
0: It's great what you said. Uh, you agree that it's early. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> because... um. This is a conversation which has happened in almost every conversation that uh If I start, by when will I start making money? So I have one answer to it. To anyone who is thinking of starting a podcast and thinking of making money, think as if you are not going to make money. Hmm. <laughs> uh, this is especially for indie creators. Uh, not for network because Hamara U speech elra. So um <laughs> uh, but yeah for someone who is thinking of starting a podcast one thing is be be definite that why are you starting the podcast hmm. if you are starting it for making money this is the wrong place please do blogging or become an instagram influencer or a youtuber where it's more definite but it's it's difficult in that space also so it's not easy there <laughs> even if you have got 15000 or 25000 or 30000 or 1 lakh followers it's not certain that you are going to be able to uh, you know monetize on your brand so you need to be sure that you are here because you want to create content you want to reach out to your audience or build audience or learn something from it so that is one thing second about monetization is that you either monetize your content or you monetize your audience so you understand what is the best for you or you can do both monetizing content means you make content you license it to someone like how majority of the uh, apps do That's right so yeah so you're producing it for them that is one thing a subscription model. you mon. a subscription model that is also one thing but that also happens when you have audience so in a way you are monetizing your audience
1: right okay hmm. Hmm.
0: because subscription will come if you have audience If you don't have audience, subscription won't come.
1: It's not going to come. Correct.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So that is one thing which you need to be sure about. Uh, Second thing, when it comes to uh, monetizing of content, you are licensing your content. You are giving it to someone uh, as a license fee that you are able to use it, which is is happening in music uh, related stuff. So, if if you're producing a song, if you're making a song, you're licensing it to JioSavan or Ghana or Spotify and you're getting royalty from it, Hmm. which I don't see in the near future, at least for some time in India. Or for that matter, even in abroad, because podcast distribution is free everywhere as of now. And of course, uh, uh, these apps are also wanting to make money through podcasts. So, in future, there would be ad insertion or maybe a pie of the subscription that you would be receiving Hmm. so that is a possibility when it comes to monetization of content the second part that is monetization of our audience Hmm. you monetize by advertisements you monetize by giving away subscription which we just spoke about you monetize by selling your merch to your audience Hmm. so these are few ways now a lot of it is happening sporadically Uh, it's not 100% which uh, the country is experiencing right now so it's very sporadic it's very in minute places um, we have dealt with brands so from what i experience uh, brands are not keen to advertise on podcasts but, right as at a large scale at a large scale yeah. of course there have been few shows which have been monetized by ads hmm. um, but the industry is yet to mature because people need to be matured about podcasts. It's advantage. So the often, because I have myself, uh, spoken with a lot of brands. So I can say this, that, um, they compare apple to apples. So they don't compare, uh, you should compare apple to apples. You should not compare apple to oranges or bananas. So, okay. uh, When it comes to podcasts, you should compare a podcast market with a podcast market, not with uh, a YouTube market or with an influencer market or with the music market or with a television or print market. So uh, when this awareness comes that a podcast is influential, Mm. uh, that time monetization will happen at a large scale for a podcast.
1: Right. So essentially for anybody who is planning to start a podcast, they need to go into it with a frame of mind saying that, okay, this is not a medium where I'm going to make any money in in the near uh, future, at least. And then I have to have a goal as to why is it that I'm doing it so that I stay consistent.
0: Yeah. See, it is valid for each and everything when it comes to digital media. It's not just podcasts, whether you're starting an Instagram page, whether you're starting a YouTube channel or a blog or a podcast. Hmm. it's the same thing everywhere because this is a digital medium. You're not in TV that you will get discovered just by, uh, you know, flashing yourself over there. Hmm. You need to be discovered. You need to take efforts to be discovered. Okay. Uh, from, a,
1: from a monetization perspective, I understand because I have been into blogging and I am into blogging yeah. because my primary business is centered around uh, blogging and affiliate marketing. I create a hmm. niche website. So there it is. I, I know uh, as an even when i set my goal i know that okay uh it will take me four months to start monetizing.
0: yeah because I yeah have... this is important this is important Like yeah yeah you absolutely said it uh you should start with a frame of mind to not monetize like even if money doesn't come you should be able to continue it so it should not be that if you think that in six months money will start if money doesn't come i will stop doing it so right. that is the wrong mindset right uh, uh-huh, you should be doing it, thinking that there won't be money coming in, but if it comes, it's a bonus and of course, you need to have a plan ki How will you make money? so that is something you need to have. <laughs> Aisa nahi ki, uh, bola ki, uh, it's come thinking that you won't be making money no, <laughs> right. I
1: mean, what, be, what you said is absolutely right, Rowan. so see, from a podcasting perspective, today, while I know okay, uh, Tarika advertisements say, hey. But mere show pe koi advertise kyung What is the reason uh, somebody would want a really? brand would want to advertise? Because today there are so many different shows, some have extremely high listenership, and there itself brands are a little hesitant to go and uh, you know put their ads because they don't know how their ROI will look there. So uh, Why would somebody want to advertise on my show? So you what you said is absolutely right. So if somebody is getting into it by the thought of saying, okay, then I don't think this is the right medium for somebody to get into it, at least at this point.
0: Absolutely. You need like people have worked two years, two and a half, three years in this Indian podcasting space and still they have not started making money, Mm. even a rupee. So if you're thinking Ki, aate ho so that's not gonna happen. <laughs> thinking that you will not make money is the wrong thing. You should be pre- be prepared that kabina kabi aiga. So make your content in such a way that money will be coming in. Don't create it as if it's a subpar work. Create it at the same level where you'll be thinking that what will happen if the money comes in? Comes in. So the quality has to be top-notch in any case. And it's not just in terms of the mic quality which is there. Of course, mic has to be. abhi uh, you can either buy a SMs. Uh, what is that SM7B, which is a fifty-five thousand rupee mic, or you can even start with a uh, ATI twenty-one hundred. So that's not the case. I'm talking about the quality of your content.
1: Hmm. All right, definitely. I As in mean, what no, that that's a that's a good point
0: because. Ah, you need to be prepared that if if uh, advertising comes, it will be from your first episode. Mm. So, if why not have good content <laughs> out oh, there?
1: Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice, good points there. So, uh, coming back to your show, uh, Rohan, and yes. as as a the last part of my interview, a couple of questions that I wanted to understand from you, and your uh, yes. show hit the road is a very narrowed in niche which has a very interesting a community that that is focused around that specific niche now for somebody and i know there are a lot of these niches because you know i do these uh calls with some people who are interested in starting a podcast and there are a lot of people who come ask me about you know there is there is one of this uh database administrator who actually happened to uh reach out to me and check as in is that a good topic for a podcast um, uh, we don't really know what i know that there is a market considering the amount of job opportunities that are there i know there is a market so when you're starting out in such a narrow niche what are the things that you need to keep in mind for somebody who plans to do something like that what's your tip or what's your advice to people who want to start in such a narrow niche
0: Hmm, that's an interesting question. So when it comes to niche, you need to decide what what your niche is. That is specific, of course, an obvious point to keep in mind. But in that, what will you be doing in that niche? A niche is also very big in itself. Like I told you uh, about the example sometime back mm. uh, in the initial part of our, our conversation. Right. That even a small event can have ten episodes. So you need to define. Uh, In that niche, what you will be doing. So if I'm talking about cycling, it can be either uh, a B2B chat where I'm speaking with uh, dealers, I'm speaking with uh, manufacturers, I'm speaking with uh, custom creators. Hmm. Uh, That's one niche. I'm speaking with, uh, you know, wheels. So a wheel is made up of an alloy, a steel or a carbon. Hmm. So that itself has three topics to speak about. So in manufacturing, uh, how to maintain your wheel, how to, uh, you know, a sales perspective comes to it, it. then management uh, perspective comes to it, Uh, COVID comes to it. (laughs) So, yeah. So you need to define your niche, niche. Hmm. Hmm. That what will you be exactly speaking? Is it to a consumer side? Is it towards a creator side? Is it to a manufacturer side? What is it? That is the first thing which you need to decide. And or you want to mix all of them. That is not possible because uh, it's very diverse things. So Hmm. it's difficult to mix each and everything of them. Then comes you need to decide is it right for you? Do you have the know-how? Or are you willing to take the know-how? So you can learn either from the guest Hmm or you can sit and do research so for me i was too lazy to read the technical uh, articles so that's why i spoke with coaches i spoke with physiotherapists i spoke with nutritionists and that's how i got my knowledge so what exactly do you want to do in your podcast and then you can identify key on a base level how many people can listen to it or how many people will be interested to listen to it so you pitch in your ideas to few of your folks around Uh, It can be your seniors, it can be your juniors, it can be your level of colleagues. It can be someone directly out of your context Mm. so that you can uh, identify whether it is something that can be likely, uh, that is likely to be heard by someone else also. Mm. Like my style of content, it is not for everyone, but it is for someone who is on the borderline. Right. That's all. That's all. You can... And yes, you can also monetize on that. <laughs> no, absolutely. See, if you have if you have one thousand listeners a month, mm. that one thousand listeners is your listeners. You can just give away a few of your. Uh, you can partner with a merchandise company. You can, uh, you know, give away a few T shirts, and that is a contest. You have partnered with a brand. You have made a brand value for yourself.
1: Correct. Hmm. Yeah. no that's right as in something like that of yours as in uh, people who want to get into these kind of niches i'm sure yeah. uh, while there might be a not thereby there won't be a direct monetization from their podcast but there is uh, yeah. some of these subsidiary ways if i am to put it that way, yes. as in some of these yes. other yes. ways through which they can obviously monetize which uh this is a good point and mm. it's a very in as in a community they're interested around that topic so it'll be easier for us to for somebody to reach out to them as well
0: yeah yes absolutely
1: okay nice so uh rohan very young entrepreneur so what's your <laughs> uh outlook as in what are you planning 2020 i'm sure was uh you know uh, i wouldn't say an extremely good year for any one of us but then uh what are your plans for 2021
0: so, twenty twenty was not a good year when it comes to making money, but yeah, <laughs> it was a good year for making content. So we had, uh, we have had some great, great growth. Right. Uh, when it came to growing our audiences and also uh, growing our content, so in that terms, uh, it's been a great year. You have to look at the glass half full right. <laughs> in this case. So for twenty twenty one, um. I want to explore more content in terms of uh, the diverse categories of content Mm. Uh, we have seen. And yes, uh, I I don't think we, yeah, we didn't mention about this, but uh, EpiLog is very bullish when it comes to regional content. So Mm. we have, we have a separate division when it comes to Marathi content. So we have 10 shows in Marathi. Mm. Uh, We have shows in Punjabi, we have shows in Gujarati, uh, Bengali. So we want to grow more in the regional space also um, okay. and uh, trying with more formats. Interview has worked for us because uh, we have focused on lifestyle driven content for so long. Mm. But yeah, I would be happy to explore more, you know, diverse formats. Uh, mm. And that all includes fictional as well.
1: Okay, nice. Hmm. Good. So, a
0: uh, lot of
1: interesting uh, aspects that I got to know from you, Rohan, and <laughs> you've been into a market as, in your show is into a market which is which is really really uh, niched down. So, you know, uh, there are some of these things that I wanted to really check with you on, and uh, some good, yeah. uh, you know, information that I could gather from you. So, it was yeah. nice talk to you, Rohan, and a lot of good information. And we are looking forward to EP Log Media getting more into, uh, you know, some of these, getting these, some of these good content out to people who are, uh, you know, really looking forward to those content, connecting podcasters with the audience. So we're looking forward to all of that. Thanks a lot for joining us again. And, uh,
0: you know, thanks for all the information that you've shared with us thanks dilip it was great to speak with you i usually don't speak much but i don't know what happens when i'm on the mic i am <laughs> automatically ch-
1: <laughs> that's because you are a podcaster
0: <laughs> yeah so off the mic i am one of the most silent person in the room so <laughs> um, yeah yeah so the uh, the people in my house don't know if i'm there or not unless i get up <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh well, that's interesting that's that's uh so you know i I've had Shankar and Vishnu also who said that they uh are introverts, but then the way they were there in that interview the way they do their shows, <laughs> it doesn't look like they' are introverts so I think uh podcasting is a good medium for a lot of introverts,
0: yes, yes, definitely. so if you find an introvert, just turn on the mic and he'll start becoming <laughs> an extrovert <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah okay. but yeah great speaking with you a lot of great cha- uh, it, it was a great chat for me as well
1: nice thanks Rohan uh, we'll, we'll stay in touch uh, you have a good rest of the Definitely. day and take care of yourselves
0: you too you too you too thanks
1: bye I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Rohan and you also learned how to plan your content even if you are in a micro niche like that of cycling and triathlon If you liked this show and enjoyed this episode, then don't forget to subscribe to the Podcasting University to stay updated with the latest episodes. Do visit thepodcastinguniversity.com for the show notes and the resources mentioned in this episode. We also have a seven-day free email course waiting at the Podcasting University for you, which will teach you the basics of podcasting. This Hubhopper original is available on other podcasting platforms like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, etc. in addition to Hubhopper. Do tune into to any of these channels and listen to the Podcasting University. You can share your comments and feedback at podcastinguniversity.com. That is all that we have for this episode. I'll be back again in the next episode with another interesting guest. Until then, keep listening to the Podcasting University, and you all have a wonderful rest of the week. Is Hub Hopper original Kusunne Kelia Akashukria?